1: What's up everybody? It's your girl Seven the Sag and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Sorry. A... All right, we got the coolest with us off the porch today, Seven the to Sag. How are you feeling? Great, I'm amazing. What's up everybody? Okay, so you did mention earlier that you're still working on yourself and still growing. So what would you say are like some things that you are trying to grow from? Um, I had to work on uh, like my temperament. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to be a different person now from like how I was growing up. So like people who watched me on Blue Girls Club, you'll see like the real side of me like that's like the person I really want to be in a sense mm-hmm. like just goofy all the time you know I don't really like bothering people unless they bother me right. um, but I just had to work on like my temperament um I had to work on my communication. I do have a tendency to uh like shut down a little and not express myself and then when yeah. I do express myself, it doesn't come out the way I want it to so. I want to say that's, that's it. Yeah. I just, I'm still, I'm only 21. I'm young and turnt. <laughs> you're only 21? I'm only 21. Girl, what? I say it with so much joy. <laughs> like, oh, I love it. Now, so, let's, let's take it back into your upbringing because I know you're from the DMV area, but Maryland to be specific. Mm-hmm. So talk about what part of Maryland you're from and like what it was like for you growing up there. So, I am from Anne Arundel County. A lot of people don't know where that is. It's close to Baltimore and it's still close to DC too. It's right in between. So, a lot of people, with a military base. A lot of people that move over that area are from Baltimore, DC, PG. So, it's just like a bunch of different people and you have people coming from all over in one spot. So, it's like, I'm really versatile as mm-hmm. a person. Um, it taught me to be, like, super versatile. Uh, you could kind of tell by the way I talk, too. I don't really sound like I'm from the DMV necessarily. You like, don't. People be like, where are you from? But I'm like, oh, the DMV. They're like, I don't hear that. I don't know what I hear, <laughs> but not that. Yeah. So um, what would you say, at what age did you start to discover life on your own? Um, I want to say when I was about 14, 15. Um, that's kind of when I just got into high school, um, really started getting into, like, boys. I was already into them, but that's when I really started getting into them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then I was going through friendships, you know. You think you could be friends with people from middle school all the way through high school. You start mm-hmm. losing those friends. You start making new ones. Um, I want to say high school, definitely, like 14, 15. High school, that whole experience was all me. Uh oh! <laughs> like, did you have me. any like uh, in high school? I would say I learned some of my biggest lessons in high school. When I was in high school, for whatever reason, we, you know, we was jumping off the porch. <laughs> in high school, we were. So, what would you say were like some major lessons that you learned just throughout that time? Ooh, you know, a lot has happened to me. Like, I did get arrested when I was in high school. Really. Um, I did get shot when I was in high school. So it's like, it's, I, I told you I was a hothead. Like, I was yeah. with all that. <laughs> so it was like, I had to just grow up. Like, you can't keep getting in trouble. I wasn't just one of those girls that got in drama. Like, I was getting arrested and mm-hmm. doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing. Like wow. So it was just kind of like, I just had to grow up. Yeah. I learned a lot. Like. I feel like I've been through more than like other females have, because um, I'm a tomboy. So it's just like I just had to just check myself. Mm-hmm. I learned many lessons. I could go on for days. <laughs> wow. Um, and when you when you say that you had got shot in high school, did that was that like a breaking point for you? Like, okay, I got to get it together. If you want me to be honest, no. It was actually when I was on house arrest and I came back home and I was trying to stay out of stuff and people were like, like people could see I really wasn't trying to be in stuff like, okay, you got it. Mm -hmm. And it was like, they were using that to their advantage. And I was kept getting into stuff and it's my senior year. And I'm like, I'm so tired of this. Like I'm so tired of like fighting and drama and all of this. And it was just like, what it was was, it was just an, another like bullet point on the, and this is why, you know, you need to chill out. Like, it was like me going, me getting shot and going to jail. It didn't really mm-hmm. hit me how it should have, I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. It didn't hit me till I came back. And it was just like, get it together. Wow. Um, and what were your parents thinking when all this stuff was happening to you? Um, They weren't surprised. Like, of course they were like concerned about me, but the type of kid I was, they weren't surprised. Like, Mm -hmm. and the people I was dealing with, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really a surprise. Now to my friend's parents, nope, it wasn't a surprise to them either. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody was surprised other than the people who didn't really know me. Yeah. And then even the people who didn't really know me and just knew of me, Mm -hmm. they even wasn't surprised. I did tweet it to, so, you know, y'all going to be saying free me because I'm about to go to jail. <laughs> and then I went to jail. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now, would you say like getting into the trouble that you did get into, would you say it stems from your environment or was it more so out of curiosity? Um, I, I will say I'm the only child so I do treat my friends like family. Mm -hmm. So being that my first group of friends was a bunch of boys in elementary school when I first like came around Anne Arundel County, it was like, I was already a tomboy. I wore Spider-Man boxers and stuff. I was a a tomboy. I was a tomboy. My mom used to force me to wear dresses. So it was like, I will say it was an environmental thing, but it was just me being curious. I knew in my head, like, you're young, live. I think that's the Sagittarius in me. I'd be like, I don't care. Let's, I'm with it. Yeah. What y'all trying to do? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'll come up with the ideas, but for the most part, I'll just be with it. <laughs> right. Now you have the angel number 777 on your chest, and I noticed that they're also on your Instagram, like, highlights. So what is the significance of that number to you? Okay, uh, so my birthday is December 7th. Seven is my lucky number. I do, you know, believe in God, I'm I'm religious. I don't really go to church and stuff like that, but me and God have our own relationship, mm-hmm. and you know. Seven days out the week, seven was the perfect number. So that's why there's seven days out the week, basically. Um, and I am a dancer, so. That's where the name came from. Okay, so we got to talk about that. Now, the dancing life. You know, everybody be cracking jokes like, oh, I see how much the strippers make. Like, Mm. I want to be in that life. But for you, you got to talk about your journey with that and like the things you've experienced as a dancer. So I started dancing because I was homeless in high school my senior year. So I was using the money from the club to pay for me to stay like at a Motel 6. Now I had a car. But I was like, I'm tired of sleeping with my car and I can't keep waiting for a paycheck to get paid. So I need to figure something out. So I was like, the moment I turned 18, I mean, that same week I was in Baltimore, like, trying to work. And I've been at that same club ever since. I've seen it go through, like, four or five different managements already. Really? Yeah, so it was just like, but, um... It's, it's, it's a lot. Like a lot of people who d- are like dancing, a lot of them are doing it for a reason. Like nobody just wakes up and they're like, oh, I want to go dance, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going through a lot. I need fast money right now. These problems I have need to get handled today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I started like that. Um, I mean, even to this day, I don't like it. I'm gonna be honest, like I would never ever be talking to someone, they're going through something, and I'd be like, go dance. Mm-hmm. But if you come to me. And you- Everybody loves
0: McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. um But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: You asked me, hey, I want to start dancing, da da da. Oh, I'll give you a whole rundown. I got you, girl. You need some dance shoes, starter kit? I got you, real <laughs> quick. But it's like, I would never tell anybody because it takes a lot, like it's a lot. You have to have a lot of confidence, like my confidence still to this day, sometimes I'd be like, because people have their types, you know, they come in and, you know, they might like only the BBL body, they might only like the natural body, they might only like a certain skin tone, like there's so much to it.
2: Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. This is education for the self-starters, the go-getters,
0: and the big dreamers. So if you're looking for a university that believes in your potential as much as you do, this is the school for you. At Strayer University, we've been in the D.C. area for over 130 years, and we're always adapting to students' ever-changing needs in this ever-changing region, so you can keep striving. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.
1: Those with no makeup, girls who do, like, especially the club I work at, it's pretty versatile. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people like my club because you could come in there and really, it's, it's like walking in a candy shop, like right. all different types. So... I just be feeling like you just it's so much to it it is um the money's good um i wouldn't recommend it but you know get it how you live at the end of the day like that's not all i was doing i was dancing lashing door dashing like i'm just a hustler so it depends on how other people are Mm -hmm. you know so Now, as a dancer, well, not as a dancer, but you know, like from the outside looking in, we see, of course, like all the money that you guys make. You guys, you know, y'all get to look pretty, dance, and make money from that. But what would you say are like the challenges that we would never know that goes on behind the scenes with dancing? There's bad nights, there's bad weeks. too. huh? There's bad months, actually. Like, you could be going in there Sunday to Sunday. And that whole week, you probably only made like 1700 maybe less. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a really bad night where, you know, at the end of the day, you have to pay to work, too. I don't know if you guys know this night, depending on what club you're going to. That could range from, and this I don't know, states. I only have danced in, you know, Maryland, mm-hmm. and I tried to dance in L.A. one time. Um, in LA, it was like 125 tipping. I want to say at my club, it's 90 to 100. Mm-hmm. Um, I before they raised the prices, around um, like 80. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you 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 pay to get in, and you know you cannot make that money back. Mm-hmm. It could be nobody that comes in the club that night at all, and nobody made money. And it's like, dang, my car note is due on Wednesday. It's Sunday, yeah. <laughs> like. And the one thing I will say about being a dancer, you get this mentality of, oh, I'll get it back. Mm-hmm. So the money you make, you spend it, spend it, spend it. We, we spend our money just the same way like these dudes do. Right. We, we go out to the clubs, pop bottles, we would that too. So it's just like <laughs> we have a mentality of, oh, we'll get it back because we know how the club can be. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes it's not good to be like that. But don't get me wrong, not everyone's like this, you know, but it can, this habit can't be formed. Yeah. Um, and you just be spending, just overspending, not managing your money correctly. I was correctly. a waitress. I was moving just like that. Like, I'm like, gonna Like, you it just back. be like, look, like I ain't got no, especially if you have no children, it's like, yeah. what? Oh yeah, I'm getting these shoes. I'm getting this drink, I'm buying this food. Why not? What, right. Why not? Like, especially if I got a little something in my savings? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> so it was just like, I wanna say that's definitely like, you form different habits. Um, I did form like an alcohol problem at one point. Um, You know, cause it got to a point where I'm like, I can't be in here sober. Like, I don't like dancing. So I I do it because the money. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I have to be drunk. So I wanna say that was like something else that was like a challenge that I know a lot of other dancers face. And if it's not alcohol, some people just, you know, smoke weed or they do both or other things to like, you know, help them just get through the night. Cause Mm -hmm. none of us want to be here. Right. Um, do you still have the alcohol problem, or are you kind of toned down a little bit? Um, it? I still drink. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, um, I'm not like an alcoholic, yeah. but if you pass me a drink, I'm not going to deny it. When it comes when to it like, come, drink, like, I'm going to take it <laughs> every time. <laughs> um, Now, I want to ask you, with you pursuing music, do you feel like that's going to be like your gateway to kind of leave the dancing world? um yes in a sense like that's why it, honestly i want to say this too i like dancing because it gives me enough uh freedom to mm-hmm. like work on my music and stuff like that like if i had a job i would have to call out and get approval before i came here mm-hmm. they might not have approved it might have got fired because i still came mm-hmm. you know i was gonna still come <laughs> <laughs> but it's just stuff like that like I want to say I am hoping that my music gets me out of a lot of things, out of a lot of problems, not even just dancing, just the way I'm living, all of that. Now, okay, so, you know, we're going to get into you being on Blue Faces. What is it? I always mix it up and be like, I just say blue, fla- blue Face Bad Girls Club, but isn't it Blue Face Club, right? No, Blue Girls Club. Blue it's girls- literally like Bad Girls Club, but blue. Okay, so I just messed it up. So, <laughs> so Blue <laughs> Girls Club, Blue mm-hmm. Girls Club, how did that opportunity come your way? So I snuck on the show. How did you sneak on the show? <sighs> can you take crisscross out So... You talk- <flowers>. Again, the Sage and me, you know. Um, basically, we had auditions or whatever. Um, I was friends with the girl, Krishan Rock. Well, we're still friends now, but just at that time, we weren't really, like, speaking and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to say I did auditions or whatever. Uh, in my audition, I did a little handstand, and my wig came off. And I just got back up <laughs> and I just put my wig back on and blue posted it on his uh, Instagram page, but he didn't pick me for second round of auditions. So at first I was, you know, taking the L on the chin <laughs> and then something just came over me one day and I was like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico. I literally switched my flight to Cali from Puerto Rico. They just so happened to be the same exact price. I mean, the same exact price. I switched it from Puerto Rico to LAX. I was like, all right, it was only a flight available for me to get out there a day before. So I get out there a day before. Um, My plan was, mind you, I said I was friends with Kershaw. We weren't talking at this time, but when we were talking, I did end up getting... um, it was like her address type of thing mm-hmm. uh, to her house. So I was like, maybe I'll just, I don't know what I was thinking. Like y'all I had no plan. Like I really didn't, I had no plan. It was just like, just go. And I was like, all right. When I got to my hotel, I'm like, okay. Um, I didn't know the difference between Cali time. That was my first time <laughs> traveling by myself too. Yeah. Um, that was my second time being on a plane ever in my life. Mm-hmm. It was just so like nerve wracking a little bit, but I was like, I'm ready, whatever. It was either you're gonna get on, he gonna send you home, or I don't know. Um, So basically, I go to the airport. Mind you, didn't know the difference between Cali time and my time Mm -hmm. from the DMV, so. I go to the airport at 9 a.m. I really didn't have to go to the airport until 12. (laughs) Girl, you was there so early. I'm going off our time, so I'm like, okay, they said 12, so maybe they are saying, like, 9 my time, so Mm -hmm. let me go 9 o'clock. I get there at 9 o'clock. I'm just sitting around like, oh, what are you going to do? I'm like, maybe I'll see somebody, and I'll, like, tag along with them. Mm -hmm. So I see this one girl um, from the show, and I'm like, hey, girl, hey. She's like, you on the show? I'm like, yeah, but my phone is dead. So where are we, where we got to go? Like, can I come with you? Cause my phone did. She took me all the way to the bus. Are you serious? (laughs) She took me all the way to the bus. I'm on the bus having like, I was like kind of quiet. Like, you know, (laughs) like I have a really outgoing personality. So I was like you know, twerking with everybody a little bit, but then when Blue came, I, like, sat down. It was real quiet. Did Blueface notice you, like, right then and there? Like, let me tell you what happened on the bus. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles
0: and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: Someone came in and was counting and said, it's too many girls, but I don't make (laughs) it. Blue literally says out his mouth, maybe I got drunk and invited somebody else on accident. I don't know. (laughs) Mind you, he's not even thinking it's me though. Like Uh he saw me and it was like, he looked at me a little weird, but it was like a glance. Like he was just like, Hmm. and then kept like- Were you nervous? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get caught. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I kept thinking. And in my head, I was like already like reciting the argument I was going to have of like, dude, I'm here. You might as well let me stay. You didn't even book my flight. I got my own flight. <laughs> like I was already planning how yeah. I was going to walk him down into letting me stay. Mm-hmm. But he honestly just respected it and let mm-hmm. me stay. Like, He figured out I want to stay day two. Wow. Because somebody, um, somebody uh, I think his cousin, was like he just kept looking at me and I was just like so I was giving it away a little bit Uh because it was like I was so quiet and he was just like are you supposed to be here and I just started laughing because I couldn't help it and then that's when it like confirmed what Blue was thinking and then they were like go tell the cameras what you did (laughs) oh my god now with Blue Faces Shit. How do you say it again? Blue Blue girls club. Blue girls club. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with blue girls club, a lot of people had a negative connotation when it came to it because of course, they see y'all fighting and it's a little crazy. It's a little wild. But for you, what was that experience like? That's the most genuine reality TV you will ever see.
0: This is education for the self starters, the go-getters and the big dreamers. So, if you're looking for a university that believes in your potential as much as you do, this is the school for you. At Strayer University, we've been in the DC area for over 130 years. And we're always adapting to students' ever changing needs in this ever changing region. So you
2: can keep striving. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet.
1: I love the experience. I can't like sit and act like I didn't like it. I didn't mm-hmm. have fun. I didn't make connections and meet you know new people and stuff like that. Like, and when people ask me like, oh why did you get the tat? Like, did you have to get the tat? Like, no, I didn't have to get the oh, tat. Oh, you you did get the tat. Yeah. Where is yours? Mine's is right here. <laughs> oh my god. So a. I'm about to get it. I remember. Year. I think I remember that. Like I'm seeing all of y'all get the tat, and I'm like, you know, they're trying to make it seem like it was some R. Kelly stuff. It's not, bro. Blue is not like that. Like he is not like that. Like people was trying to make it seem like it was like some R. Kelly shit like, was It's held like, bro, hostage. we all grown ass women at the yeah. end of the day. We knew what we was walking into. Mm-hmm. We brought ourselves. Like we could go home. Like it's not that. Like it's. Not, it wasn't what people was trying to make it seem like at all. Like, and I want to say, um, like anyone, if he does do the show again, and like someone does go on it, you will really see, you'll be like, damn, Cause even before I went, before I knew Blue, I was kind of thinking that kind of to myself. Like, mm-hmm. they got going over there. But I was like, something in me was just like, nah, he cool, he might be cool. And I was like, I'm gonna just go. Cause there's no way a bunch of grown women right. gonna sit around some, like, come on now. I don't think nobody cares how much money you have. You gotta be some type of cool.
2: Right?
1: <laughs> like, seriously. So it was a great experience though. Mm-hmm. Um, eight out of ten. It's not a 10 out of 10 only because I got into a fight and I really didn't want to. Like, I would have went the whole season without fighting, y'all. Leave it up to me. And honestly, a lot of my friends and people who know me back home was really surprised. Like, I thought she was going to be in there popping off. I'm like, no, I don't start stuff. (laughs) Now, you know, with the other reality TV shows, when they fight, um you know they just go at it but i know you guys went down to the ring would you say that that was way more like i don't want to say beneficial but would you say i hated them gloves hated the gloves i was i stood very firm on my fuck those glove campaigns until i couldn't no more (laughs) like seriously like the only reason why i got in the gloves is because i fought the girl twice already with my bare hands so i'm like all right and then i'm not gonna lie my friend did tag team her like i was fighting her at first i pushed her and it's someone else and i was like oh okay and i backed up i let them fight i was like she wasn't ready for you but (laughs) i let them fight you feel me and it was just like when she got up she was like y'all jumped me i'm like i didn't jump you but if it was me i would want my one so, I'll, we could go get in the glass. Right. I was, like, I'm, a, I'm really, like, I don't fight people just cause, like, I, like, how do I say, like, I'm really, like, not like I'm really a fighter, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't do it for, like, cameras and people, like, all right, me and you got a problem, and either I'm really mad or you're really mad and one of us want to solve this problem, like, I don't care if it's just me and you in the bathroom, dude, like. I don't need no crowd, none of that. So it was just like, I'm that type of person. So Mm -hmm. I'd be really big on respect too. Like it was a principle for me. I was like, I don't be jumping the tag team and all that stuff. So I was like, you know, I got you. We could go downstairs, but fuck them gloves. Now, how did you deal with all the women in the house with so many girls? Like same way I work at a strip club. True. I mean, I'm like a very versatile person. Like I'm also like very, I know who I am in Mm -hmm. a sense. So like, I really don't be worried about other people and what they doing. Like I be chilling. Right. I'm real like, okay, I know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Now I do want to ask, because I know you and Krishan have like a really cool friend dynamic. Mm -hmm. But also, (laughs) we gotta talk about the YouTube video whenever you guys were getting arrested. (laughs) So what happened with that? Um, so you want to know about the video like what was going on in the car yeah like because i I see and that was my first time ever seeing that video and i watched it and i'm like is this krishan and Chef seven like why what are they doing and i clicked on it i'm not gonna lie like i was like what in the world i mean (laughs) when i watched it i was laughing so hard myself i'm not gonna lie and i was like i feel like i shouldn't be laughing at this like but it was just so funny like I respect like the black Snooki and Jay Wow, but y'all really now that you said that, yes. And Krishan is like the Jay Wow J- like You know what's so funny? Snooki is a, a Sag and Jay Wow is a Pisces, and I'm a Sag and Krishan's a Pisces. Literally. <laughs> so I was like, somebody said it in the comments, and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm forever gonna take that <laughs> and say that now. <laughs> now what happened? So of course everybody know about you know the taking the car thing or whatever. Uh, Some people may know she had a friend with her. That was me. And basically, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. It was my fault we got pulled over because I never... Like, y'all, I I never drove from Cali to Baltimore. And y'all had the car. Yes, and then it was a... Bro,
2: it was taking, (laughs)
1: like, 180 per fill-up. Like or more, like dang near $200 per fill up, I want to say. Wow. Wait, if I'm not mistaken, was it Blueface's car? Or, Mm -hmm. okay, y'all took Blueface's car. Y'all are crazy. (laughs) So we, um, basically, uh, I didn't go stop at the toll. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got pulled over. The tags, I mean, the car was reported stolen, you know, so everybody was trying to make all these theories up. And I'm like, no. I just got pulled over and I was driving I'm sorry like it was it was just that like mm-hmm. I'm the driver the car is stolen you gotta go to jail <laughs> like come oh my on God. so when we were sitting in the car it was just like she's been I want to say locked up before but she's never you know been through processing and all that other stuff you know it's been like All right. You guys went through processing like the real thing. We went through everything. Like, so I wanna say it was just a friend in disbelief and then you had me like, I don't be taking nothing serious. So it's like it was a time like I shouldn't have been laughing, but like it's like you're with your friend, like and it's crazy because we kept saying like we might get caught, right? You know that, right? Like We just kept talking about it. Like, we're going to probably get pulled over and get caught. How like, far did y'all make it before y'all got pulled over? We made it to Oklahoma.
0: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
1: This is ludicrous.
0: But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
2: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
0: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm
1: is there.
2: State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
1: It was halfway there. We had drove for 24 hours already. We had another 24 to go. Wow. We was driving non-stop. We didn't Y'all stop. we did not you all got locked up in Oklahoma? Yes. Oh, yeah, no. You know that's a sundown town? Yeah. <laughs> I went through a whole nother situation when i got locked up when they let me out whoa so blue dropped the charges from um you know the grand theft charge Mm -hmm. and Kashawn took all the charges so basically i didn't have no charges so when he dropped it they had no other option but to let me out by Mm -hmm. myself so wow how long were y'all in there for I was only in there for four hours, and honestly, I was so glad that I got out in four <laughs> hours. They brought us nachos for lunch, and I was like, "Who is this about to fill up like?" And I, you know, I went to jail before, so I was expecting a certain type of like decor. Yeah. I was like, "What, what? is this?" Oh, my God, that's crazy. You didn't, pre- you didn't live the life, girl. You didn't live <laughs> the life, okay? I was expecting a whole different type of decorum. Like, I thought <laughs> it was going to be like... I, I'm not going to lie, I was expecting, like, the classic little rice with the gravy and chicken little thing they be girl, doing. you in know, Oklahoma, they said. They uh-uh. said nachos and salsa. Oh, y'all can get a hot dog. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. And then the chips for the nachos was like sea salt it was awful oh my god and it was okay like me and Krishan were like okay because we were in there together like we're in there and y'all she wanted to share a bed like (laughs) how mind you you know in a bed the bed's literally like from Uh right here to right here right she's like me and Blue would do it. I'm like, you listen. <laughs> it's at the time of place. <laughs> so we put our thing, we took our mats off and put them on the floor and pushed them together. Yeah, we're that, that's cute. We're though. that attached to the hit though. Like yeah. we really are that attached. Like she's like my sister, like literally. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's like, I don't want to sleep by myself. So when I left, it was like I know she was feeling exactly what mm-hmm. I was feeling. Like right. I'm in here by myself. And I'm like, I'm out here by myself. And then I went to Cali back to, you know, stay or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to wait for her. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, and then I couldn't take, like, the pressure from...
0: This is education for the self-starters, the go-getters, and the big dreamers. So if you're looking for a university that believes in your potential as much as you do, this is the school for you. At Strayer University, we've been in the D.C. area for over 130 years, and we're always adapting to students' ever-changing needs in this ever-changing region, so you can keep striving. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.
1: Like fans and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so much going on. I'm like, y'all, I gotta go home. Girl, I'm telling you. Now, just looking back at all of the life that you lived, like, in your brain, do you ever just go back? Well, in your mind, do you ever just go back and be like, damn, I wish I would've did this a little differently, did that a little differently? Or you live life with no regrets? No regrets? (laughs) It's like, I take everything as a learning lesson, Mm -hmm. you know? All you could do is not do it again. Right. I never stole a car before. So I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> steal one again. Like, right. I did it. I got out of it. Thank the, like, thank God, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's like, it's. I will say, don't get me wrong. I'm trying to learn to not be hard-headed. Like, I shouldn't have to get into situations to, to be learn. like, yeah. yeah, don't do this again. Mm-hmm. i should trying to be like, oh, that don't look like that's about to end well. Right? <laughs> but no, Um, I will say... Uh that situation with me and her was just it was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It was a lot going on. It was like like again she like my sister, so I was feeling what she was feeling and I don't play about my friends. Yeah. So it was like I didn't care. I don't I couldn't even think correctly, like right. honestly. I'm I'd be having more smoke by my friends than I do by myself, for real for real. Yeah. So it's like I couldn't really think straight. Right. Now we gotta get into your music. I'm excited to talk to you about your music because I got to listen to it and I, I could tell that you are an artist that really knows how to navigate in all the genres, like all the lanes. So starting off, um, when would you say you really discovered your passion for music? Um, I kept going to the studio. Actually, you know what? Let me not lie. You want me to be a thousand percent honest? Mm-hmm. I actually went to perform at art school in middle school. So I went to, uh, it's a PBA, Performing Visual Arts. Yeah, there we go. Um, So I want to say when I was in like elementary school, I always knew I wanted to like, at the time I thought I wanted to sing. Mm -hmm. I could sing, I can't sing no more. I could harmonize, but I could sing back then. And so I was so hell bent on, I'ma be a, oh, I'm sorry. I was so hell bent on, oh, I'ma be a singer. I'ma be a singer. Um, went to perform an art school. I left out of there because it was like, the environment wasn't, you know, it was majority like a white school. Mm-hmm. And again, I get down with the get down, Right. but um, I was actually dealing with stuff from like teachers, not my peers. So it was like, all right, I'm gonna just get out of y'all school because y'all clearly don't want me here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I kind of like, I want to say in middle school, Nah, ninth grade, ninth grade. When I was about 14, 15, I started like freestyling in my room and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I knew I could like remix a song at the time. Like I would just have fun, like remixing like Shy Glizzy songs, stuff like that. Just little songs like Icy Girl by Sweetie. I rewrote them out like on a little way. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do that a lot. And then I once I started going to the studio with my ex-boyfriend's friends. And you know, they didn't make bad music or nothing like that. It was just, man, they put a certain beat on, and I'd be like, man, if you don't hit this the way I'm thinking about <laughs> that in my head, I'm gonna be so upset, and they wouldn't do it. And they had sessions where, you know, they just making songs, playing around, not even serious. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I wanna try, I wanna try. Nobody was taking me serious, so I just took it upon myself. I'm like, all right, fuck (laughs) y'all. I'm about to show you something real quick. And then that's what it's been like. And then that was only a month before I went on Blue Girls Club. So I only had one song when I went on Blue Girls Club. So I wasn't that confident in my music and, you know, everybody was hyping me up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm not that bad then, huh? Right. (laughs) Now, when did you start to gain that confidence with your music? um i want to say it was definitely when i went on blue girls club um i want to say uh i was in the car with you know everybody don't get me wrong everybody was already hyping me up a little bit like the other females in the house Mm -hmm. but i didn't know necessarily like if they have a good ear or not you Mm -hmm. know so it's like y'all might really hear it or y'all might just like this particular song you might not know whatever but um, Blue just had my song saved in his library, and um, I want to say, what is his name? Uh, he's a producer. I forgot his name. Bankroll got it. Them that group. Yeah. Blue took us to the studio. This is—it was just crazy how all this was happening. Mm-hmm. My song played in the car on the way to the studio, and I was like. You got my song in your playlist? He like, yeah, fuck with it. It's it's hard for real. Like, you need to keep going. So I was like, okay, that's number one. It was like ding, one, mm-hmm. that was one. It was like half a ding when they was hyping me up, but it wasn't a full ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when we got to the studio and then Bankroll got it, was like, it was really him. Like, he really like kind of like, no, you need to keep making music. You have a sound, like. He's like, this is your first song? I'm like, this is my first song ever. He's like, I've never heard nobody make their first song, and it's just, like, something that Wow, so your very first song that you actually recorded was during the show? Um, no, 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 that was... That was my second song. Second song, oh, wow. I went home and made two more songs, mm-hmm. and then I dropped those, like, in the same month. And then, um, I want to say... Yeah, it was, them. it's like three of them that all work together, mm-hmm. really. Like, Bank Rogata isn't specifically just one person. It's like three or four of them or something like that. But, um, yeah, they was hyping me up. They was making me, right. they, poof, head went, poof, big head. <laughs> and after that, um, how would you say you really kept yourself motivated? Because you know, like once you leave the house, you don't have those same people around you, like motivating you to continue to make your music. Um, it was the fact that I liked it. Mm-hmm. If you want me to be honest, like I've always had a passion for
2: music. Like, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive.
0: At participating McDonald's.
1: Me now, I'm like, oh, you've been listening to like I grew up listening to Kendrick Lamar, SCA, Um, Missy Elliott. Uh, 2 chains, Kanye West, Jay-Z, really, I listened to Jay-Z a lot and Lil Wayne, like those were like, so it's like me being older now, I'm like, not you already had good taste in music. Right. Like I always, I'm like, I always really been like, I know real music, even sometimes I'm, the music I make isn't necessarily like what I listen to. I've always had like an ear for music. So it was like, okay. <laughs> hmm. Now, when it comes to your music, what would you say is like the message that you would want people to grasp from it? Um, I really just want people to like take like I'm just having fun. You know, I want you to listen to my music when you're about to go out with your friends or, you know, even if you're having a bad day, like I know some people don't like listening to sad music. They want to listen to something that's going to... Mm-hmm. Like I try to make music that's like not... I, I, like it's I'm really versatile. So I really like it. and I'm still exploring what type of music I can make now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just want to make music for like everyone, but it's really like for myself. Right. Would you say have you took any risks as far as pursuing your music career right now? Um... I was like, I had like a teaching job and I also graduated a trade school for Mm -hmm. IT. So kind of said, forget all of that. I can't focus and do this if I'm here and there and there. I need to just be here. So I feel like everything I'm doing now, like, I mean, the money I make from the club, if I make 3K, 15 of that, going straight to my music, like mm-hmm. doing a video, um, giving my producer money for studio time. And then now marketing stuff, cause I'm starting to get into that now. Um, so it's like, whatever I have, it goes straight into me. That, I take that risk like every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I make a song on Monday, by Friday I'm trying to shoot the video mm-hmm. and I'm trying to set up plans to, like now I'm getting a little more organized and how I lay out things for myself, Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, I like, what's the word, I I like think fast. Mm -hmm. I'm like about action basically. Like as soon as I think about something and I have my mind to it, I just go and do it. I don't like to wait or procrastinate. Like I have to give you your flowers because your music is really good. Like it's actually, it's quality music. And I'm not (laughs) gonna lie, you know, we be hearing artists on reality shows. We be, you know, not take it as serious, but I will say that you can tell that you really enjoy the art of music. Yeah, it's fun. I really do like it. Like, it's so much fun to me. It's like definitely a stress reliever. Like, sometimes I just want to go to the studio and just write, I don't even want to be wanting to like, record, sometimes I just want to be in the studio. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just so like, it's a definite safe space for me. Like, um, a lot of people, You know, I'm trying to work on, I guess I'd be kind of like talking about fighting in my songs a little Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to like, you know, steer away from that now because honestly, I didn't realize that I'm really, I'd be, you know, telling my story a little bit in my music and I'd be kind of releasing my anger through it. Yeah. It's like nowadays, I don't be with trying to fight and all that stuff. So it's like I'm gonna talk about it in my song though. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about you. And my you Bible. know, uh, one of my like influences, and a lot of people can tell, and a lot of people say this that I remind them of her is Rico Nasty, and we, you know, from the same yeah, place or whatever. Yeah. So um, you know, my favorite song. Well, I have a lot of favorite songs by her, but like my favorite song is definitely Smack a Bitch. So that energy be just coming into me a little sometimes and i'll be like yeah because i'll smack a bitch too right (laughs) but like in reality like it's not for me it's for y'all like Mm -hmm. for the girls who do still be fighting and all that stuff or like the girls who like just want to feel that like you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) a little aggression a little bit i love it i'm here for it (laughs) (laughs) now let's get into make it rain with Sid and shady J. We gotta talk about how that song came about and you also just dropped the visual for it. So yeah, you gotta tell us all about that. Yeah, so y'all have to tap in, go click the link in my bio. I'm gonna give y'all my Instagram at the end. And the YouTube link is right in my bio. Um, So that song came about, uh, I wanted to make like a little bouncy type of song. Mm -hmm. Something cool, something fun. They my first feature, by the way. Really. Um, I want to applaud to them. Y'all are my first feature. They, um, you know, I really like appreciate their music. Like I listened to them. And then I was listening to like some of the features they're done. I'm like, they are really killing it. Like, mm-hmm. y'all gotta get on a song with me. And then just so happened we have friends of friends. And I'm like, you know, as a person, I, I fuck with them too. Mm-hmm. But um, so it was nothing too, you know, like, they fucked with me too, so it was like, you know what, you know, like, you know, they charge for features and stuff, so it was just right. like a mutual agreement, like, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got the video done. It did take us a little while to get the video done, but we got the video done, and it came out great for the circumstances. Like, y'all wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to tell that Sid had her kids with her, <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like, she has twins, by the way. So, yeah. I think they're both like three or two maybe. So you can only imagine, and they're boys. So, <laughs> you know, they're like, mom, mom, mom. And she's like, I'm trying to record a video. And we're in a mall, we get chased around the mall by security. We got kicked out the mall. <laughs> Ooh, girl, y'all had a time. The, it's always a time with me. Look, you ain't, don't ever come with me and think everything's just gonna be normal. It's always an adventure. <laughs> oh my God. Even the most simplest things is gonna be an adventure with me every time. I love that, and you also dropped Buss It as well, so take us through that. So that's like my number one song, like mm-hmm. when I go and check my numbers, Buss It right there. Actually I lied, it's right now. My very first song is my number one song still. Then it's Buss It, mm-hmm. and then it's the Make It Rain song now with Sid and Jack. It's doing numbers. That song is doing so well. Um, I'm like so happy, like people are like, like, can y'all do a tape? Can you get more music? Yeah, when are you gonna drop a tape? Cause I looked at your catalog and I noticed it's all singles right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been asking me that. So I'm gonna let y'all know. Hopefully y'all, please don't, I don't wanna say, you know we don't wanna say things it don't happen, but yeah. in December, my birthday month, I'm gonna try to give y'all a tape. We gonna try. That's two months from now. Y'all think I could do it? Girl, you can do anything. You just got to make sure that you, in your mind, you already know that you're going to drop a tape on your birthday. Just make sure you work towards it and don't let nothing get in the way of it. Mm-hmm. And you're you okay. can drop it. We're going we gonna to aim for December. December. I'll let y'all know, though. When the date is getting closer. now um outside of we gonna manifest it on the porch so outside of you dropping your tape in december what else can we expect from you this year um i am supposed to be on season three of a show called south central baddies oh i'm already up to date with that i know what that is so they just got picked up by a network now that's tv Mm -hmm. um so the season did get postponed to November. It was supposed to be, I was supposed to literally be leaving it in October. But um, you know, hopefully y'all just start seeing my face more. I don't know where, but somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Now, before we wrap up, do you have any advice that you would like to give or any last words or shout outs? Um, I wanna give a shout out to Angel Girl Avenue on the lashes. Uh, I also want to give a big thanks to my producer for helping me, you know, get this interview. His name is Static. Um, And then I also want to say like to the people that are watching like on some motivational stuff, you know, um, I don't want to say live life with no regrets, but like do you, be yourself, like don't let nobody, Tell you what to do, steer you away from what you wanna do, chase your dreams to the fullest extent. Like you're gonna feel better knowing that you tried than you going feel if you didn't try. So that's all I have to say. I stay my lane. The shit became a new hobby. Sorry. I take so I be
2: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. the go-getters,
0: and the big dreamers. So if you're looking for a university that believes in your potential as much as you do, this is the school for you. At Strayer University, we've been in the D.C. area for over 130 years, and we're always adapting to students' ever-changing needs in this ever-changing region, so you can keep striving. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.